Good day, people of God. We thank God for bringing us for uh, today's podcast again. May God's name be praised in Jesus' name. Uh, we thank God for the consistency. <laughs> and I thank God for bringing new topics every day. Because sometimes I'll be like, what am I going to say today? I don't even know. <laughs> and God will, God will just give me the right topic. Tomorrow now. The Lord has given me topic for tomorrow, and I'm so grateful. And even after tomorrow, I don't even know what to say after tomorrow, but I believe and know that there's another topic that God will give me. Because one thing about um, this life is that we need the Word of God every day, every day. We need it. Like we need food every day. So... The word of God for today will be for today. Then for Monday, starting on that, I don't even know what topic to do. The word of God will also be there to lead us into that day. But I'm so grateful for this uh, opportunity that God is giving me. I, I looked at myself like a small me. Ah, God, I had, you want to be using me like this. God, I'm grateful. So I thank God for that opportunity. And the grace of God that is working. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. Praise God. Children of God, help me to praise God. So, like you know, we always pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today's podcast that you have brought to be possible again. Please, God, come and speak through me. Father, I also pray that every ear and every heart that we hear this word, Father, Lord, come and manifest yourself in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we want to learn from you. The world is, is corrupting its people. But we, as children of God, we want to come to you so that we can live our life to please you. And we can live our life to be without pain and suffering and hurts, hurting one another. That is why we have come to you and to this podcast because <laughs> obviously this podcast is not one of the ties that we just uh, entertain you and you just laugh this one will go straight to your heart it will go straight to your spirit if you align you with the things of god and i'm grateful for this opportunity oh lord please be magnified in the name of jesus father please speak through me have your way fill me with the holy spirit in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Yes, we want to learn. Today's topic is Godly relationships, relationship that God approves of. You know, I I I didn't know how to even put the topic. Maybe the topic is correct. Godly relationship that God approves of. I would have said relationship that God approves of. But later I now I now think godly. Let's put godly. <laughs> Relationships that God approve of. Like the godly is, is correct too. If you put that godly. Because there are some people in the church. They are even pastors, they are everything. But they don't know. They don't know what godly relationship should look like. They don't know the type of relationship that God approves of. So 
It's just like you are still in line. So if you are you are a kind of person that you you don't want to you want to change your type of relationship from a relationship that is not godly. So you can change it to the godly one. So I think the topic is in line. Godly relationships that God approves of. We have been learning. God wants sexual purity. God doesn't want you to fornicate. God doesn't want you to do adultery. God doesn't. And yet you must be in relationship. So what are you supposed to be doing in relationship? As a man, you have learned that you are not supposed to be doing a cup. You are not supposed to be sleeping around. Okay, what else are you supposed to be doing? And today I want to tell you that. Do you know the devil is very bad? He's very, he's a very, I don't know the language to use <laughs> or the, vocab- the vocabulary to use. He's very evil. Yes, I think the evil will, will, will do it well. There are a lot of things you can do in relationship. But that one thing that is going to destroy you, that is going to give you a home that is that will be chaotic. That is the only thing that the devil will, will be pushing you to do every time. That is the only thing the devil will make will put at the top of your heart to do. This thing is going to hurt you. It's going to cause you pain. It's going to make give you distrust. You are not going to trust your partner like you're supposed to. You're gonna you're not going to show the total true love that God wants you to show. But that is the only thing that the devil will interpret to you to mean relationship. That's the only thing the devil will interpret to you to mean love. And we want to go to an example in the Bible of Adam and Eve. We we are we always condemn Adam and Eve very well. We always condemn them. I'm looking for that verse where God said. Of all the fruits in the tree, you shall eat. Where is it? And the name of the thought, and the Lord God took the man, dressed it. That is Genesis chapter 2, verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So it's just like saying, of everything that will not lead you into fornication, you can do in relationship. But that one, no, that fornication, no, that fornication, you alone, you must not do. That is the only command. If you want a relationship that God approves of, maybe we should even call it a relationship godly relationship a godly relationship that god approves of okay let's use that godly if god wants me to change later i will know but right now the godly is still is still matching in my brain so (laughs) it's still matching with my heart so it's just like let's read that commandment again genesis chapter 2 verse 16 okay let's read from 15 and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest, therefore thou shalt surely die. 
Now let's let's let me. I will be using line by line. I'll be doing it. I'll be I'll be interpreting it based on relationship. And and the Lord God took a man and a woman and said, "The two of you, I have divine assignment for you. I want you to be to to be one of instrument of of love in this world." To break the the bones of Satan, to break chains, to set people free. When people get close to you, I want them to be healed. And the Lord put them into a relationship, to dress it and to keep it, a godly relationship, a godly, godly and beautiful, a blissful relationship with love and joy and peace. And the Lord now gave only one command. And the Lord commanded, and the Lord God commanded the both of them, the man and the woman, saying, Of everything, everything that is not sexual, thou mayest freely do. <laughs> thou mayest freely do. Meaning, you can cook together, you can talk together, you can you can sing together, you can start business together, you can Everything that is not sexual, everything that will not make you sexually aroused. You know, there are some things you do and will just make you sexually aroused, like I, I feel like sleeping with my boyfriend. You understand? Don't do those things. But those things that will not make you sexually aroused, those things that will not make you put fire in your bosom. Because the Bible says, can a man put fire in his bosom and not get, and not get burnt? Of everything you can do. You can travel together. You can have holidays together. So far, you are not going to be tempting each other. You are not going to be to be touching each other in your body parts that will make you to sin. You understand? Everything you can do. But that verse 18 now says, and that verse 17 now says, both of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it's, to interpret, we say, both of Sex before marriage. <laughs> Let me read it three times. Both of sex before marriage. Both of sex before marriage. Thou shalt not do. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. What God is saying there is that <laughs> the day you start sleeping with the person you intend to marry, your relationship has died. This relationship, you might have been building it, building it, building it, building it. The day you start sleeping with each other like this, the relationship has died. And that's it. Go and go and ask. Go and go and ask some people. I know of a guy. He said, and when he and his girlfriend were still cutting together without sex, that it was it was beautiful. But the day they started having sex, he didn't even like it like that. Like when they were not having sex. And that is to tell you that it is true. You understand. Oh my God, where is this verse that I'm looking for? Hey, Jesus. Ha! Lord of Jesus, is it not? <laughs> okay, it's Romans. I thought it's First Corinthians. Okay. You understand? The day you start sitting with each other, you have, you have finished building, you have finished building everything you are supposed to be building. That's why when you get married, maybe one of you got nine call you into ministry 
You will never trust the woman. The uh, uh, the man will never the woman will never trust the the man with other women. Why? Because when they were cursing, they were eating the forbidden fruit, and their relationship has died. You don't know how God intended this thing, this beautiful thing, this beautiful garden. See when God threw Adam and Eve out of the garden, it wasn't a pleasant experience. They had to be struggling outside there by themselves. That's why most of you, you struggle in your relationship. You struggle to stay pure. You struggle not to fall into into temptation. You struggle for everything. Even financially, some of you are struggling because you have lost the plan of God for your life. Some of you are just staying with this woman because, oh, I don't want to be like a man that didn't fulfill my promise. Everything has scattered already. And God, today God wants to tell us, both woman and man, don't fall into this temptation. No matter what that guy is telling you, don't worry, I will love you forever. I will be with you. You will be the one after the other. And you will be the only one. You Don't do it. Don't do it. The Bible says, let all men be false and God be, God be true. Which means, <laughs> no matter the promise of anybody, Nobody can fulfill anything without the power of God. Only God has the power to fulfill promises. Even if he fulfills it, you will just see that you are struggling inside the marriage. You, know? you are just struggling. And God didn't intend that marriage should be for struggling. See what I said at the beginning. I said, God determined that inside the marriage, or your marriage, your union, your coming together, should be breaking the bones of Satan. Should be bringing people to God. People should come close to you and they should be healed. People should come close to you and they should find peace and satisfaction for their souls. But when you yourself, you have caused pain already. When they come close to you, they go away with pain too. You know, there was a story of somebody, they said that he was a pastor. And the girlfriend, uh, the, who, the maid that come to, the, to live with them in the house. The husband will be sleeping with that with that lady, maid. Is it is it a peaceful marriage like that? The maid came. Maybe she doesn't have money. She doesn't have home. She doesn't have anything. She came to the house. Let me receive peace. Let me receive the word of God that will better my life. And you are causing pain, pain to that to that maid. You are destroying her life, destroying her destiny. If you want to get married tomorrow, how will she get married? It's only by the grace of God. You understand. That is what happens when you're, you're, you you hit the forbidden fruit. When you decide to sleep with each other before marriage, or even if you commit fornication, maybe with another person safe. But today we want to learn about that fornication and that relationship, the one that you are even in relationship already. So now what are the things you should be doing? If God says don't, don't, don't commit fornication, because that is the only thing, that is the only sin that God puts Go and look at the Bible about relationship. That's Hebrews. Is it not Hebrews 4? Let me look for it. We have read it this week already, but let's read it again because it's coming, it's, it's appearing in our speech again. I think Hebrews 4.13. Let me see. Hebrews 4.13. Oh my God. How come I don't know all these verses? <laughs> it's not Hebrews 4.13. No. <laughs> Marriage is honorable. Oh my god, I don't know all these verses. So, Hebrews, I can't believe it. 
<laughs> I cannot believe this. And I always think I know all these verses. See how I just quoted it as if, as if I'm correct. <laughs> ah, God, where is it? Oh, I know it's Hebrews, yeah. And I'm in Hebrews now. Marriage is honorable unto all. Marriage is honorable unto all. Marriage is honorable. Oh, God, where is this verse? God, take control. Oh, God. I can't see it. <laughs> you will not believe it. I did not see it. Oh, I did not see it. God, why? Okay, maybe it's Hebrews 13. Let's go to Hebrews 13 4. But why did I say Hebrews, Hebrews 4 13 before? Hebrews 34. Ah, it's Hebrews 34. You see? <laughs> Marriage is honorable in none and the bed undefiled. Can you see that? That is the only, only, only those do that God gave you. That God gave us in relationships. But the woman gets an adulterous God will judge. That is to tell you. When you sleep with when you sleep with another person, God is going to judge you. You can't escape it. There's no way you will do it. You can't. One way or the other, you will continue to struggle in the marriage. When people come close to you, maybe a, a, an innocent girl come close to you, thinking she will receive joy, she will receive peace, you will hurt her. You will hurt her. You understand? That is that is that is it. Look at the story of that man they call apostle. I was a Suleiman. Sorry to mention him. You know? Look at that girl. She said she was thinking, ah, thank God, I found somebody to help me. You know? As a somebody that is still struggling, you'll be praying, God, please send help to me. Send help to me. Like she was thinking, oh, thank God, this is the man that will help me. Not knowing that he has come to destroy her. Those are the things that happen. When people come close to you, because you have been doing things that, that is ungodly in your relationship, even before you get married, you will see that you start you nobody comes close to you and, and goes cost free without without getting pain. You understand? Except it's someone that God just delivered. You understand. But you don't you don't you don't give peace to people. You are continually struggling because the edge has been broken. What God's supposed to use to protect you, what God's supposed to see in you and say, ah, this is a relationship. You don't know that <laughs> the same way the devil recognizes his own people. God recognizes his own people too. Those things that God's supposed to see and recognize, ah, this is this is a relationship that I approve of. This relationship, I know about it. You know, there was a time that some people were saying they were engaged online and I, and I didn't feel it in my spirit, with the spirit of God in me. And I was like, ah, God, why is it that you didn't even let me know about this? He said it's because it didn't come through him. He doesn't know about it. There are a lot of relationships today God doesn't know about so he, he, your relationship, maybe it's on the it's on the pedestal, it's on the table where God usually puts relationship before. Once you sleep together, it falls down. It's no longer there. Whatever you are doing, whatever you struggle, whatever you start struggling, you start struggling to keep this relationship because it's no longer protected by God. God is no longer looking at it. God is no longer using this relationship to heal the world anymore. And God determines. We will still talk about what did God plan for marriage because now the people don't even know. Because if they know, they will not be giving unwanted pregnancy to women anyhow. They will not be having baby mamas anyhow. They don't know what marriage is meant for. One of the purpose of marriage is to have ungodly children and to keep this home. 
a man was talking about his testimony. He said his mom got pregnant with him and the father left. And the woman was like, I don't want this child. You understand? God didn't intend that these children should be born out of wedlock. Wedlock is supposed to be to be a protection for children. Not just giving pregnant to one woman and then the child is struggling. You don't know the trauma these children go through when the mother and the father is not protected and you leave it alone for the mother. The mother is battling with a lot of things already. You understand? It's it's not fair. God didn't intend it this way. But the world is making it look like that is a normal thing. But by the word of God that we will be hearing from this channel, from this podcast by God's grace, we will know that no, this is not the will of God. And we are going to do the will of God. And we will continue to preach the will of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. So now let's go to one of the things that we should be doing in relationship. If we are not supposed to be sleeping with each other, if we are not supposed to be looking at each other's nakedness, or be doing things that will make us sexually aroused unnecessarily. God didn't say go and be batting together. Because even if you don't sleep together, that thing will never leave your head. You understand? It takes the grace of God that you sleep together, I mean you bat together without marriage, you know? Those things are kind of sexual kind of thing. Yeah, staying in the in the dark alone with a man. What are you expecting before? The devil will bring evil thoughts to your head now. Except the only time that you can stay alone with a man is if you are doing something that 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 is not uh will not make you sexually aroused. Like maybe you are busy and then lights went off suddenly. You understand? You are busy doing something that is that will not bring those kind of thoughts to your mind. And lights went off. Then you understand? Then immediately too, you should be looking for how to get out of that place. Not for you to remain there and then you now say he raped you. Nobody raped you, my sister. Nobody raped you, my brother. We know the word of God. Today the Lord is teaching us what are those things we should be doing so that we can have a relationship that God approves of always. So one of it is in this Romans chapter 12 verse, verse 10. I wanted to read this 10 alone before but when I now saw 9 I saw that we should add 9 to it. Romans 12 verse 9 and 10. Let love be without dissimulation. I checked that meaning in uh, Yoruba version. I see that deceit. It means like deceit. Like you are not deceiving the other person. Don't say I love you in your mouth. And your heart, you just want to sleep with the girl. You just want to, to use her and dump her. Don't let that be your own type of love. The Lord doesn't want us to have that kind of love. He said, above that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. One of the ways you can have a relationship that God approves of is when both of you are continually doing good things together. Things that are good that will move this relationship forward. They are the things you are always doing. Things that when you do together, the Lord says, oh, I love what they are doing. They are the things you should be doing. Don't be the type that your boyfriend is doing, you are the one speaking to the clients online. Don't be that kind of, of relationship. You are not doing a relationship that God approves of. When both of you are doing bad things together, your husband is a thief, you are the one keeping his, his clothes and you know about it. Like one girl, one, one man online that they caught that he was a serial, um, serial thief. Please, what's the meaning of serial? Is it not somebody that does something consistently, I think, right? You understand? Like he was that kind of person that he has been stealing and then he did an elaborate wedding. 
You understand? There is no way, no way. This woman would have known what this man was doing, but he was. I'm sure she was in support of it. You get. She was supporting it. That was why. That was why she kept mute for a long time and still agrees to that wedding. Maybe she was even the one that says, "See, oh, it's elaborate wedding. I want to. Anyhow, you must do it. It must happen. You understand? You understand? What God is saying is that a relationship that God approves of, you must be the type that you are boy evil. It must be the type that you cleave to that which is good. When you say we will do the will of God, we will not sleep together. You are cleaving to that which is good. That is the will of God. Then that verse 10 now says, Be kindly affectioned one to another. Be kindly affectioned. What does that mean? It's saying that that person, before you get married, is still your brother, is still your sister. Say you will see your brother, you see your sister, you'll be kissing them erotically. No. Show only good kindness. The only thing that will just be in your heart is that this is the person God has approved for me. And this is the person I want to get married to. And both of you, maybe you have talked about it. But let the love that is between you, let it be brotherly kindness, affection. Let me read that place very well. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love. That's all. Brotherly love, sisterly love. See that person as your sister. You know, I will be acting like a sister to some people and they will be looking at me like, is this love? It's not love now. Before you can call it love, you must sleep together. You must... No, no, you don't have to sleep together to prove to anybody that you are in a relationship. You can have brotherly love, brotherly kindness, affection. Look at it, three words in one. He said, kindly affection with brotherly love. One, two words, another with brotherly love. The first one, kind, affection, brotherly love. Three things. That is the quality. That is what God wants. That is God wants. That is those are the things God wants you to do in your relationship. Without dissimulation, without 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 deceiving one another, without saying one thing and doing another thing in your heart, without you understand, without deceiving, without saying trying you call somebody. I have clothes for you. I have gifts for you. But the what is at the back of your mind for that gift is so that you can sleep with that person. That is not the will of God. It's wrong. He say about that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be the let your relationship be the type that you are both doing good things together. That's why this relationship of um I'm sorry to mention names. Uh this relationship of um Davido and um what was her name? And Sophia Momodu. That's why my spirit approves of it. And why? Because they are both doing good things together. Anytime you see the two of them together, they are they are in support of good things you understand these are relationships that pass through god's throne you understand the relationship that god wants to use to heal the world you see it there's there's no time they do best day for their kids and for their kids that their daughter imagine that you don't see people happy you don't every the environment changes for good you understand that is that is that is how to recognize relationship that God approves of. Look at another person. Sorry to mention names again, as I said. Tony Abraham and her husband. Look at the progress that has come to the life of the two of them since they got married. See how people have been rising through them. See their children, how they are progressing. Ah, no. When you see a relationship that God approves of, these are the things that happen. 
But when the relationship is continually struggling, people come close to you, they are they are getting out, they are they are saying lie lie me say I never go marry again. They are hurting, you know, that is not relationship that God approves of. It's not the will of God. You understand? You both do good things together, then pray. So you can you can have brotherly affection towards another person, and it's still a relationship. Because that is what God wants. Kind, you are just kind. You give gifts to this your sister because you are just kind. Not because after you give her the gift, you come and say, come and sleep in my house. It's not that you take a girl out, come and eat. Then after you, you take her to your house. It's not God's, God's kind of relationship. It's not, it's not approved at all. It's not right. Then the next one I say, in honoring, preferring one another. I want to believe that these two verses self is for is the perfect match for what relationship should be in honor preferring one another it means you are preferring the other person maybe you you are thinking oh we need to go out you think about what 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 will that person be how will that person what is our arrangement you know some relationship today yeah you, are, you always want this your boyfriend to call you 24 hours in a day as if you should not have work to do again this relationship are not what God wants. Wants you understand? You should think, oh, if I want this man to call me now, what will he be doing? You should care. You understand when you care. When he says, oh, sorry, I was, I was busy. You should be understanding. You should. These are the things you should learn. These are the things you should be learning in relation. You should be learning understanding. You should be learning to forgive each other. You should be learning to, to, to see things in the way that person is seeing it. And it's not just one-sided. Not that the woman is the only one who is always understanding the man. And the man is just there, just acting like a child. Like he doesn't care. No, God doesn't want that. God wants it to be mutual. By the time somebody is protecting your feelings, protecting your plans, your goals, then you are protecting the other person's thing. That is what we call being in love. This person is protecting everything that belongs to you. And then you are protecting what belongs to that person. That is love. These are the things you should be learning. These are the things you should be doing, not how to sleep with each other. Some people, all their relationship, all their life, everything they are doing from beginning to the end is how to end up in the bed. You see, they come to visit each other. The next thing, they are already sleeping together. You don't even have chance to talk, to, to, to talk at all. No chance to talk. You go on dates. After the dates, you want to land in each other's beds. For what reason, for heaven's sake? Can't you just go out on dates and just and then say, thank you, my brother, thank you, my sister. You go back to each other's houses. God will smile on you. God will be happy. Look at when, when Adam was not eating that fruit. God was always coming to the garden to speak with him. That is the joy. Of what joy will you have when you are just the only one struggling alone? See, when, when, when Adam lost that relationship with God, see how he started struggling all the courses that god laid on him said with your sweat you will continue to eat that is what happens when you have left god out of your relationship you start struggling you see as a girl you shall be the one to police this man up and me in my life never police any man before i don't know how to even do it do your thing if you are god's approval for me you are always god's approval for me i don't have strength i don't have energy i will not say who is that girl my my boyfriend my husband my Fans can talk with any girl at any time. I am the I am the wife. I am the girl. And it doesn't mean he's sleeping with them. So if if we have sinned against God, that means I'm going to be so insecure. When he's talking with another girl, I know that, oh, we slept together at that time. Oh, this was how he was 
was able to, this was the things he said to me that made him to sleep with me. Ah, he said it to another girl now. Then you'll be, you'll be scared. You'll be like, are you marrying another person? You understand? So that's it. But the God wants you to have a peaceful relationship that, ah, we thank God for this relationship. Throughout that we are in relationship, he didn't even sleep with me. We, he only sleeps with me because we are married. So if he's not married to another woman, definitely he can't sleep with that woman. You understand? You both want to do the will of God. You both, you are protecting each other's hearts, each other's emotions, each other's, each other's body. When you, when you disrespect a woman's body, you disrespect, you don't, you are not even in love. The way you, both of you, the way you people, you are just messing each other's body up. You, you have used somebody so much that all the body has become so soft. The woman's body has become so soft that, that there's, ah, you understand? Like, ah, it's not good though. God doesn't want you to disrespect somebody's body like that too. It's not the will of God. It's not even a good relationship. But we are going to end it this in this place. God, what God wants want us to learn is that love, love and relationship that God approves of is going to be kind and affectionate. And brotherly affectionate, not the sexually affectionate, not the type of Delilah and Samson. You know, Delilah was like a, show me your power, show me your strength. And and um, what was his name? And um, Samson. I'm sure that time in his head, he'll be like, "I love this woman. I love that is those those are the things that's happening to all of you men today, that you are following all these Delilah incarnate women. You understand? You will think, uh, ah, and it's love. Oh, ah, see how he's talking to me. Let me just do it. She's leading you into sin. I saw a post online sometimes ago. The man said the lady took. A large sum of money for Mr. Khan, but she's already sleeping, she's already riding in, you know, but she, he has forgotten. You understand? You, you, you see? You see? You see how the devil is, is so is so cunning and evil to make you to, to even think about the right things you are supposed to be thinking. And someone like me now, by the grace of God, God is helping me to, to teach you how to remember, how to, to always have this your sense back. Don't allow the sex to block your face, block your eyes. These are the things that you are going to see later in the marriage and you are going to be like, oh God, I never knew this is the kind of person you are. You knew, but you blocked it. Your sexual urge blocked it. You didn't wait. You didn't allow the Holy Spirit to approve of your relationship. You were struggling on it by yourself. So it's blocked your sight. The riding blocked your sight. It blocked your senses. Because I don't see the sense in it. When you get married and your children need to go to school, and you have 400000 in your account, then your wife went to your account and took all those 400000 to go and buy a wig. Please, how will your children eat? How will your children go to school? Are you not going to feel us? And then she comes trying to ride you at that time. Will you remember that riding? These are the things you don't know. These are the things you should be learning. You should be learning, is this person really kind, affectionate? Is she really kind, affectionate with brotherly and sisterly love? If you don't have all these things in relationship, you will see that you will struggle with it when you get married. In conclusion, God doesn't want us to have sex before marriage. So that we can be able to see clearly. So that we can be able to know clearly. We can be able to know this person. Who is this person actually in front of me? What, what did God want us for the both of us? How are we compatible? How are we going to come together to, to heal the world? To do the will of God together? Bible says one which is a thousand, two which is ten thousands. That is the purpose of God for marriage. God didn't approve it that it's just about sex. God didn't design man and woman together to just be having sex. No, 
No, we are not animals. We are not animals. It's animals that all their life just sleep together, sleep together, have children, have children, after that, die. No ambition, nothing, nothing. No, just eat and die. Eat, have children, die. That's all the will of God. And when God is bringing two people together, it wants healing to the world. Look at the chaos happening to the world today. In the world today, children becoming addicted to drugs and, and all sorts of wrong things. You know, the Lord wants to bring two people together that can actually heal the world, that can heal these children, that can bring children into the world that, that will also be of help to the world. You understand? You get that we heal the world. These are the purpose of God. At every point in time, God always have reasons for doing things. God always have a transformation, a regeneration at every point in time. You understand? So maybe your relationship is one of the ones that God wants to use. So don't destroy it. Don't spoil the God's plan. Don't spoil it. Because if you sleep together, you will lose it. The Bible says the day you shall, you shall, you shall eat of that food, you will die. And they died. So the day you sleep with your partner, the Bible says you will die. The relationship will die. The two of you, you will die. Some of you, you even lose emotions. That's why some of you are sleeping with one person. You notice that, ah, I didn't even love this person. You understand? Just like Tamar and that's Amon. Is it not Amon? You understand? Then later father that, ah, I didn't even love this woman. No, get out, get out. You understand? Because you didn't take time to build the kindly, brotherly, affectionate love that God is approving of. So the two things I want you to learn from today is that your type of love must be the one that do good and is kindly, brotherly, affectionate. Then the other one is don't sleep with each other. Do everything in your power not to sleep with each other so that this relationship can always be guided by God. And don't be the type that will say, ah, if you don't want us to sleep together, then there's no relationship. That means you are, you are a son of the devil. You are a son of Satan. Don't be a son of Satan. You understand? Build a godly relationship. Build a relationship that, that can heal the world. Build a relationship that when you get into the marriage, you don't struggle with anything. You already understand this woman. You understand. Some of you will say, hey, what if the person cannot have children? What if the person cannot, uh, does not have a high libido like yourself? That is the reason why you must let it be God that chose this person for you. Pray. When you pray, that prayer will always go ahead of you. It will always be the one to, to direct you. It will always be the one to say, Oh, the Lord will do it. You will always continually go back to God. You understand? There's a man of God that always says testimony. He said, when they got married, people said that they cannot even have children. But he said, he told the way, he said, See, the reason why I married you is because it's the will of God. It's because God said, I will have a peaceful life and I will be able to fulfill my dreams when I marry you. And it's true. He's fulfilling his dreams today. Which means if you had got married to another person, it would have been difficult. And he prayed and prayed and prayed until God gave them children. You see, that is the reason why your marriage should be the one that God says go. And when God says go, he will definitely go with you. He will always be in the journey with you. So don't say, let us practice how the sex life will be. The moment you practice it, you will, you will miss it. You will miss the real plan of God. Some of you, when you... When you are having sex, you, you, are, you are just putting all your energy in this woman. You don't know, maybe she cares about the energy. Maybe the energy is hurting her. You just want to put all the energy, you know. But if you have been the type that you are kindly affectionate, when you get married, you will ask, hope I'm not hurting you. Because that is the kind of kindness that has always been inside you. You understand? 
some of you have been so used to girls that that are brutal and all sort of things like that that you 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 can't still go into into your marriage and and do the same thing to your wife. Then if you are doing that, that means you are selfish. You don't care about her feelings. Love, sex is not even supposed to be something that that is just to satisfy your your lust, your imaginations, your curiosity. No, it's for bringing the two of you together. It's for agreement. Like you are pleasing each other. You are not all seeing each other. It's not that you are having sex with the woman and she's crying or she's feeling abused, she's feeling used. You understand? So why do you need to why do you need to, to learn those things? Why why do you, there are many things to learn? Some of you you get married, your wife cannot cook some type of food. Is that during relationship you should learn it together? Okay, ah, in my country, in my in my tribe, we have this food. I will teach you how to cook it. You learn it, she will be happy. It's not, it's not, it's not every time. And you get into the marriage, you are forcing her to do everything that 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 she doesn't know how to do, and you are insulting her that she she's she's not a good wife. You know, it's it's hurting. You don't you are, God didn't plan that you should get married and and then your wife is continually hurting. It's not the will of God. It's not God's plan at all. So that's if you are going to end it because I even wanted to end it at thirty uh, thirty minutes, but thank God it's forty one minutes now. So we end it by praying. Father, we thank you for. You have spoken to us again today. Let that be your only name. Father, Lord, please, this word that has come out, please let it bless us. Help us to do your will. Take control. Take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day and by God's grace tomorrow. Again, we meet. Thank you. Bye.